Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Michael Hogue and Ali Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Michael and Ali Hogue. Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast. Back with another listener question. What do we have here? Thanks, Ali. Um, This comes from Sue. Uh, Sue's a long-time listener. Um, Good question. So, hi, Michael and Ali. I was wondering whether you might explore the question of when it is prudent to have investments outside of superannuation. Uh, I'm talking about trying to take advantage of the fact that some people, such as my husband, have no taxable income to speak of. Um, I was considering maybe investing some money outside of superannuation to take advantage of, for example, franking credits, uh, or with interest rates going up, maybe even taking the cash part of his superannuation and investing in a high-interest account or term deposit outside of superannuation, Mm. uh, as the interest rate is much higher now. Originally, when I thought of this question, the issue of franking credits was all I was thinking of. So if you could make sure to explain uh, when this could be a good strategy, that would be much appreciated. Uh, I think this would be a great podcast topic. Thanks if you can get around to it, Sue. Um, yeah. So, uh, so Sue, when Sue's talking about superannuation, she is referring to the 0% taxed superannuation income stream. That's correct. And... Um, We've just done a podcast episode on that, uh, which was titled Your $3.8 Million Tax-Free Trust. So if you want to, I won't go into the detail of how that works. Yeah. Um, suffice to say that Sue um, and, well, Sue's husband in particular holds his money in a 0% taxed superannuation income stream. Um, he's drawing an income from that. Mm. And what that means is that he effectively has, uh, he's over age 60. Um, he draws an income that's not only tax-free from that amount, mm, but yeah. but further to that, um, it shows up as a zero on his tax return. Yeah. So he doesn't even need to lodge a tax return. Yep. So Sue's, Sue's question here is that, is there a way to take advantage of um, utilising uh, Sue's husband? He has... $18,200 of tax-free threshold yeah. that he can use. In fact, it's a little bit higher than that. About, I ran yeah. the numbers. I think it's $21,500 yeah. yesterday. I, I ran through a tax calculator. Yep, that's about uh, right. And with low-income tax offsets, you you don't pay any income tax there. So Sue's, Sue's question here is, is there a way that she could move some money out of his 0% taxed superannuation income stream and um, effectively gain some further advantage by yeah. by having that by having that um, uh, in his own name and utilizing some of that of mm. that let's call it twenty one and a half thousand dollars of caps of available yeah um, effective tax free threshold basically that's good so um, uh, so that there there isn't um, unless you are prepared to put your husband to work again. <laughs> um, so, uh, look, if he if he was, it could be a different story there. So, if he was prepared to go back to part time work, he could earn taxable income of up to twenty one and a half thousand dollars per year. Yeah, tax free. 
without any tax being deducted on that. Um, uh, if he was con just to continue to draw passive income and um, yet yeah, let's, let's just assume, I don't, I'm not too sure how much he has, but let's just use a, a simple example. He's got $1 million inside a 0% um, tax superannuation income stream. Yep. There's no amount of money that he could move out into his own name that would create any advantage. Mm. The reason being is that franking credits can and are claimed internally inside a 0% tax superannuation income stream. Um, it actually adjusts the rate of return. So yeah. if, you look at, if you look at most superannuation funds, they'll give you rates of return. And for the same investment strategy in superannuation accumulation phase, that's where the 15% tax is being yeah. deducted. So that's a standard superannuation fund. The same investment strategy in account-based pension or superannuation income stream phase um, has generally, it differs from mm. fund to fund, but generally it's somewhere in the vicinity of an extra 1% to 1.5% rate of return. Yeah. Now, that, that rate of return difference is the difference in the fact that of two things. One is... Um, first and foremost, the tax rate on the earnings is different. Yep. It's 15% on, on, on the superannuation accumulation fund. In retirement phase, superannuation income stream, account-based pension phase, it's 0%. So there is a difference in taxation. Um, and franking credits also are claimed by that particular fund as well. Uh, yeah. Now, they're claimed at the, at the fund level. Because everyone's rate of tax is 0%, you actually don't see franking credits itemised in your rate of return. Yeah, um, that's where but, a lot of people yeah, would get confused there, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it can be it can and is done at the fund level. So mm. uh, that fund, let's 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 assume for a moment that the fund owns um, one hundred million dollars of members' money is associated with uh, Australian companies that pay their full rate of tax. Yeah, and let's assume. Um, that those companies uh, pay roughly a 4% dividend, those Australian companies. Um, uh, we've got $4 million of, of, we've got $4 million of dividend, $100 million, we've got $4 million of dividend. Um, with those particular um, uh, dividends, there's also roughly, uh, there's, there's roughly $1.7 million in, in, in tax that those companies have paid. Yep. Uh, um, now that 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 particular fund, that particular fund would actually put in a claim with the with the Australian Tax Office and say, hey, all of our members are in zero percent tax superannuation income stream phase. Um, uh, the companies that we own, applicable to the percentage mm -hmm. of shares that we own in those companies, have actually paid you one point seven million dollars in tax. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, we're going to do is we're going to claim that. And so the ATO will, will cut a check or they'll transfer that money, $1.7 mm. $1. million, into the 0% taxed account-based pension, superannuation yeah. income stream fund, and that will lift the rate of return for all those members. So so you could be no worse off. So if you, if you transferred some money out um, into your husband's name and actually bought those Australian companies, you yeah. could be no worse off. Um, but you couldn't be any better off because there's nothing better than zero percent tax. So that those franking cre credits are being claimed internally yep. uh, for your husband's applicable member balance. It's just that you, you don't see it itemised on your 
on your account. If you if you if you did it the way um, that you were thinking of doing, you you actually pulled you know, that money out and actually replicated those Australian companies. Well, you could actually claim those franking credits back, but you wouldn't generate any advantage in doing that. Yeah, um, and you would have to go through the uh, I guess the the um, the process of of lodging a tax return, which would be an added time and and cost expense as well. Yeah. Now, I guess to sort of cover potential be devil's advocate on the other end mm. is now what if the example was not working, but for some reason um, not having met a condition of release, can't get a zero percent tax um, inside. Um, the account-based pension or income stream, sorry. Uh, is it potentially another viable option to utilise that effective tax-free threshold outside and get that effective to 0% rather than the 15% inside super? Yeah, correct. Um, so that would be an example where you wouldn't be able to pull money out, for example, because you haven't yeah. had a conditional release. But you, you, if you had money outside mm. invested mm. and um, let's say... Let's say that in this situation, uh, this person was 50 years of age as opposed to age over 60 in a yeah. conditional release. If they, if they had like a pool of money that weren't working for whatever reason because they didn't need to, if they had money outside invested into Australian companies mm. with franking credits um, or any type of taxable return, they could actually, if so long as that income was, let's say, less than $21,500 per yeah. year, we know that they're on a 0% tax rate. Um, if they were to voluntarily push that money into superannuation, at that, they'd be in the unit. It's a fairly limited um, it's It's a possible example, yeah, but very, doesn't, it is doesn't come up many times. Yeah. Um, that money that they, that they um, hypothetically pushed into superannuation, so if they sold those investments and pushed that money into superannuation, they'd be actually incurring more tax yeah. in superannuation accumulation phase at 15% yep. um, than they would be uh, in in by holding them in their own name. So, it's, so it, it is potential. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess the, the risk there, well, if you do have um, access to that 0% tax um, fund, the income stream, it... It, from the sounds of it, it is the best way to know for a fact that you'll pay no tax on those earnings. Absolutely, yeah. So my, my key points, I've got three of them. There is no better tax rate than a 0% tax rate. Yep. So he may not be any worse off, but he can't be any better off. Yeah. Um, franking credits can and are claimed internally inside a 0% tax superannuation income stream. It adjusts the rate of return upwards. Yep. And it's able to be done at the fund level because the tax rate is the same for all members at 0%. Um, and it's the same for a super energy accumulation fund as well. Yeah. The tax rate's fifteen percent for all members, so it's yeah. Um, it can it is claimed in there. It's just a different rate. And um, to take advantage, Sue, you're going to have to put your husband back to work again uh, <laughs> because if you did put him back to work again, he's got twenty one and a half thousand dollars of of income that he could earn from uh, his yeah. own. Uh, sweat and tears that uh, wouldn't be subject to tax. So you may be yeah. happy with that, Sue. Like uh, your husband might be, but you may be happy with that. Exactly. You know, it, it, that might save your relationship potentially. <laughs> so, um, but that's a that, it's a that was a good question there and um, a, a good topic to even go over and have a refresher for everyone because I don't know if we've actually had those particular thoughts. We've spoken about mm. these topics many times, but. Uh, to at least get a, a different perspective on that, it's that's uh, excellent, yeah. and we 
we do love these listener questions coming in. Uh, right, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 financial advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.